Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. Arrived, the found the we have a weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird there are always arguments on whether or not a person's childhood can create the monster they become in their adult life. If something that happens when they are kids can trigger that murderous side of their brain. On July 16, 2001, a man whose family saw immense tragedy was arraigned for his own crime and left people wondering if his childhood created the monster he inevitably became. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Carrie Stainer was born and raised in California and was only 11 years old when his younger brother, Stephen, was kidnapped. In 1972, child molester Kenneth Parnell took the boy and held him captive for more than seven years before escaping and being reunited with his family. The crime and the Stainer family became a media sensation. Consequently, Carrie felt ignored much of his life. When he was a kid, he was molested by his uncle. And in 1989, his brother died in a motorcycle accident. The next year, his uncle was murdered. And in 1991, he attempted suicide. His adolescence was complicated, to say the least. In 1997, Stainer was hired as a handyman at the Cedar Lodge Motel near Yosemite National Park. It seemed like, for the first time in a while, he was on an upward path. On February 15, 1999, Carol Sund, her teenage daughter Julie Sund, and her friend Sylvina Pelosa were on a sightseeing trip when they mysteriously vanished. A widespread search began after they failed to arrive in San Francisco for their flight home. About a month after the search began, it ended in the discovery of the women's mutilated bodies. Carol and Sylvina were found in the trunk of the charred remains of their rental car, burned beyond recognition. A note was sent to the police in a hand-drawn map showing the location of Julie's body. Police were able to find her in the described location, her throat slit. Detectives began interviewing employees of the Cedar Lodge Motel where the women had stayed before their disappearance. Carrie Stainer was amongst those interviewed, but was not considered a suspect due to his lack of criminal history. Shortly after, the decapitated body of Joy Armstrong was found. Carrie, Stainer, Carrie Stainer's car had been seen in front of the woman's cabin before her death, and he was quickly considered the prime suspect in her murder. Police, who thought they had already cat, police who thought they already had the killers responsible for the murder of the three women behind bars 
were shocked when Stainer admitted to not only the murder of Armstrong, but those of the other three women as well. According to him, he thought he got away with the triple murder, but when he spoke with Armstrong, he couldn't resist adding her to his kill list. He couldn't resist adding her to his list of kills. In his taped confession from July 1999, he gave the details of his crimes. He explained to the police that he had planned to rape and kill his girlfriend and her 8 and 11-year-old daughters a year before the triple murder, but ultimately chickened out. He had been fantasizing of murdering women since he was seven years old and finally settled on Carol and the teenage girls. He entered their motel room under the guise of fixing a fan in the bathroom. Once inside, he pulled out a pistol and ordered the women to lie face down on the bed. He bound and gagged them and brought the teens into the bathroom. He strangled Carol and stuffed her body in the trunk of her car. He then ripped the teens' clothes off and commanded them to perform sex acts on each other. Irritated by Sylvina's sobs, he led her to the bathroom and strangled her. He then sexually assaulted Julie before dumping Carol and Sylvina's bodies. He cleaned the room so well, police could not find any evidence. His response when asked how he cleaned so well, he said, I watched the Discovery Channel. He then drove her to a clearing and killed her by cutting her throat. Days later, he came back and burned the car with the bodies in the trunk. He attempted to plead insanity due to the effects that his family history had on him, but with no success. He was convicted of four counts of first-degree murder and sentenced to death. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.